0: On this episode of the Michigan State of Sports, we have waited long enough. It is officially mock draft season, and it's time for yours truly and Tony Garcia to go through the top 10. That's up next on the Michigan State of Sports. How's it? Welcome in. Welcome one. Welcome all. Glad to have you along. I am Jake Ritma. He is Tony Garcia. It's a beautiful, beautiful Sunday afternoon. Good afternoon. We are recording in the comfort of the Michigan State of Sports Studios. That go anywhere, Tony. That's the beautiful thing about this business. Who knows where we are right now?
1: They're, we're mobile. We're, we're versatile. We're keeping everybody on their toes, just like this Michigan weather. You know we're supposed to get eight inches of snow on Wednesday, Jake, up here? Eight. I, I,
0: I saw that. That can't be real.
1: Yeah, on on April twentieth or something ridiculous. Um, wait, wait, I, I, four, on four twenty, you're telling me we're getting some snow? Because I've got <laughs>
0: four twenty. I don't know about you, but four twenty could be reserved for some. Let's just call it non-shoveling snow activities.
1: Yeah, there you go. I, I didn't even think about that. I think it is for 420. So, so
0: all right. So little uh, excuse I
1: mean, to stay in the house, right? Yes. Yeah, the Michigan
0: state of sports and we're off to a rip roaring good start, but Tony Garcia is calling for eight inches of snow on April 20th. I was just about to say what a beautiful weekend it's been. Got out, played a little golf on Friday. I can do if it's 50 degrees, that's kind of my cutoff. And obviously the wind and, and cloudiness versus sunniness factors into it. But, I can dress for the conditions at 50 degrees to play a little bit of golf Had a great round with some good buddies caught up. It was one of those satisfying rounds for a lot of different reasons hit the ball. Okay. Didn't score great. Would have liked to, you know, and now I'm going in on, on what people really care about. And that is my below average golf game, but so good to be out there and I can do it in 50 degree weather, but you're telling me coming up, it's not going to be
1: 50 degrees. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. But I think 50 degrees is probably not that there's a right point. That's my cutoff point. It's just, I mean, because it's such a sedentary sport, it's not like. Did you did you need something?
0: I'm not getting anything. We got it. Where you got it down, internet? I don't know what the hell you just said. We're just gonna push through this. I'm just gonna say that you said that you love 50 degree golf weather, and that uh, we haven't played golf together yet, but I'm probably the better golfer.
1: That was close enough. <laughs> all, all I was all I was saying is 50 degrees is exactly the right cutoff point. That's where I that's where I think uh, I I can't go. Let's
0: let's go back in the archives and play it back for you. It sounded like. Uh, 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 uh. And then you're all grainy, just like that commercial. But uh, that's all right. We're, I, I feel the internet signals getting a little bit stronger, just as this podcast is. And before we get into our mock draft, Tony Garcia, before we do that, we've talked a little golf, we've talked a little weather. But what goes hand
1: in hand with weather? Landscaping. Yes, it does. And those. Golf courses are kept beautiful for you and me for a reason, Jake, and Wall. they don't manicure any golf courses yet, they can make your home look as freshly manicured as any golf course. Of course, that is cutting-edge landscaping. Go to A2CuttingEdge.com to find out about the cutting-edge landscaping difference. It's a 24, 25-year family-owned business based out of Ann Arbor that can handle any need you have outdoors. It's getting warmer, contrary to what I was talking about, the snow. It is getting warmer. How about this? They'll do a little double. Wednesday after it snows all night Tuesday they'll come around shovel your walkway your driveway what have you and then they'll get your garden right they'll get your lawn right next weekend how's that sound go to cutting edge uh visit cutting edge landscaping at a2cuttingedge.com
0: a2cuttingedge.com that's where you need to go but Tony Garcia. April is mock draft season. April's a lot of things. April
1: in the D. April in the D was the cool. first thing that should come to your mind if you're a true <laughs> Detroit sports fan. How about oh, that triple L yesterday? Oh, for tough. April in the D.
0: Yeah, tough, tough weekend all the way around. But that's the great thing about the the state. Will, will there
1: be a triple W in this April in the D, Jake? I don't know how many there might we be. We had one, didn't we? Didn't we have no, one? No, we were two for three on opening that's day. That's right. And I think that's his... As- <laughs> and the wings were winning. That's yes. how bad this is. We're, we're like, oh my god, all three teams might win in the same day.
0: Actually, you know what? Let's let's play a little. Let's call it a little audible. Let's do a little quick little D-town run around. Our tigers have kind of, uh, and this is totally off the cusp, but our tigers looked like world beaters against the Astros. Then that uh, shut out two straight games against the Athletics. And I I don't know. I'm not. Maybe in like a sentence or less, your your best makeup of the this Tigers a sentence or less, yeah. So one word, your makeup of this Tigers team so far.
1: About what we should have expected. It's it's right it's right around around there. Uh, if they win today, they'll be. Uh, of course, we're recording this in the middle of a Sunday. This is pre recorded audio. Uh, it is two to one in the eighth right now. But no, they two to two.
0: Uh, the Athletics just went yard. Matthew Boyd was still on the mound in the eighth. Oh.
1: I'm and, watching the live stream and yeah, that just went over the wall.
0: Oh, am I a little bit ahead of you? See. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I would be that a little.
1: That was fun. Thanks, Jake.
0: Well, <laughs> nothing it's like, no longer- nothing like a power. live podcast reacting to things that's go- you're going to hear about at a later time. Quality was, audio.
1: Think about that. Inception. That that time traveling inception. So people are listening to this audio later. And they're listening to me get audio news Delivered and broken by you because your stream is currently ahead of mine. So you are feeding it to me. I'm feeding it to the people. It is just sort of a human centipede right. of useless information that I'm still talking
0: about. No, but not and not that anybody needs to know, but my stream is probably um the number the the most the number one stream, stream in the state. That's kind of what, what I'm getting at here. Is is nobody's gonna know what's happening before me. Thank you, Jake. Thank you for your service. But all right, Tigers, what we should have expected wings you know we had that we talked about that that was good we talked a little bit about the, Manta, four goals in
1: four games in yeah. washington yeah you love to see it you knew he was going to be a superstar on a scale of one to predictable that was about a 17 <laughs> yeah all right Am I right? There was no question. I mean, not that I'm, like, missing Anthony Mantha or something, but there was absolutely no question he was going to tear it up as soon as he got to DC. Yeah.
0: Killian, um, on the hardwood, Killian Hayes had that sick bounce pass
1: that, that led to a dunk. Um, that, that one t- time, like, t- a week and a half ago? That's all <laughs> that I need to see.
0: Yep. Just a weekly check-in with the Pistons, make sure they're still losing as much as they can. They had a couple of good losses against the Clippers. It got close. Um, they had a, they had a win mixed in there, but uh, we want them to continue to lose because um, Mobley officially declared that he's, he's going to be entering the draft. So there's three big time players there at the top of the draft that we all believe would be number one picks in other drafts.
1: Absolutely. And do you want to know the thing? And now we're getting completely off topic. So then there's also guys like Jalen green and Jonathan Kaminga, right? Like the G, the G league guys, the G league widely yes. picked four and five. In, in this NBA mock draft, they very well each could have been thought of as number one overall picks. And I think because of the lack of, of eyes, I mean, they don't get the same exposure as the NCAA. I don't care if you're making half a million dollars or $1 million. Like, what is the difference in making a, a million dollars a year sooner when you're about to be a top five draft pick and, and you're signing for 25 million plus?
0: No, I'm totally with you, and and I should be more prepared than I am. But there's and know the name of this league that's coming out that's supposedly going to give high school kids the option for that buffer year after high school before the NBA draft, and they're paying kids, and and I can't remember who's behind it all, but that's going to be another thing that factors into uh, perhaps you know messing not messing but just changing the process a little bit,
1: right? And so, but the point is, you're right. Back to Detroit. The, the Pistons are in last in the uh, Eastern Conference. That is good. They are third to last in the NBA, just two games ahead of the Timberwolves. So tracking, tracking for that top three pick. And that's really where you need to be this year. Yes, top things, three.
0: no doubt. Things are going according to plan. And the lottery has always been in favor of all Detroit sports franchises. So we have nothing to worry about there, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, it goes well every single time.
0: No matter what. Nothing's ever gone wrong, and I can I continue to see it going that way.
1: I saw a website. Of course, this is going to be a horrible job of doing this because I don't remember what the website was, and I don't remember the metrics they used. But the essence of what I read, and it was very detail-oriented, it calculated um, draft, lottery, luck, like how – Based on where you should be picking.
0: It sounds very nerdy.
1: The standard deviation of how far ahead or above the, the actual selections you've made have come. The Pistons were not last place. Like, not just last place. They were so far off of the metric of the worst luck in the NBA. They had to, like, distort one of the graphs to fit. Where the Pistons should actually be, if you were like properly proportioning everything out and all of the rest of the teams, it is mind-boggling how consistently screwed they get in the NBA draft. It's
0: not not the least bit surprised by that, and I hate being the play the victim guy, the "woe is me" Detroit versus everybody, all that good stuff. I think that's kind of a loser mentality, and more so with refs. uh, For I don't know, I haven't like been immersed in a sports city other um, than Chicago. And they just didn't really do the whole, the, the refs always screw us. What was me Detroit versus everybody. And that's a whole nother topic for a different time. But I just, there's sometimes where you can point to data as they like to say, and, and, and really make a a conclusion that our, our Detroit teams have had kind of a, a tough go at it, but Other draft talk, the whole premise of this entire show, the episode of the Michigan State of Sports, is exactly that. Tony Garcia, mock draft time. Here's how we're going to do it. We're going to have some fun. That's what this is all about. I'm all about having fun. You know, life... All right, Jake, let's just go full-blown Dr. Phil here. Life can be tough sometimes, so when you're behind the mic, the on-air light is on, and yes, this is pre-recorded audio. It's a podcast, but it's about having fun, damn it. We're going to have some fun this afternoon. We're going to play NFL GM. We're going to draft in the first round for our projected mock draft teams. We're going to alternate. We're going to tingo, tango, wango, whatever you want to call it, bop, bop, ping-pong it. You're going to pick number one. Did I do a good enough job
1: explaining it? I was gonna do like a sarcastic thing. I was really gonna try to be like, "Yeah, that's cool," but you got, but you got me fired up. So absolutely, All let's, right. let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Know. So
0: who has the number one pick? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Should,
1: should we coin flip for it? I know we agreed pre-show that. No, I would- no,
0: no. You you take it. You're the number one guy. Your name's on the marquee. Uh, I I'm just here. I'm just here so I don't get fined. I'm just here for the Bud Light.
1: Not. Absolutely not. It's called co-host for a reason and. If everybody knew how much you do behind the scenes, it would really be your show. Which oh, it already is. Um, Okay, so
0: <laughs> yes, so, I am sarcastically making a gesture at Tony Garcia right now on the Zoom link. I'll
1: let you figure it out. Anyways, go on. I think everybody knows exactly what you're doing. Um, so I'm gonna go a little bit of a curveball here at first overall. And if I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars, I am, of course, obviously taking Trevor Lawrence. There, <laughs> I was just about to say <laughs> there's, there's no, there's, There are a few 1-1 one, one picks this obvious and this solid. Uh, I mean, in that being said, I do think there are a number of really good quarterbacks. And the gap between my 1 and 2 is not huge. It's actually not. But then again, just because this guy who has been one has been one for so long, I would rather be wrong by taking the guy who is supposed to be the most surefire bet than, you know, this guy's been rising and kind of reminds me, I'm not even going to say his name because you know who I'm talking about and we'll get to him next, I'm sure. But he's rising. He's got a little Patrick Mahomes in him sort of thing, uh, like trying to be cute and take that guy at one. I'm just steady Eddie. Trevor Lawrence, No. Two freshman champions.
0: You're exactly right. You are 100% right. And I'm guessing by the look, by the sheer look of terror on my face, that when you started to set that up a little bit, you probably know that I was just getting ready to come unglued run through a brick wall and through the zoom call and, and strangle you. If you did not pick Trevor Lawrence first. And I know we're going to do the metrics things. Well, maybe, maybe, you know, do the, the, he's never been the, the guy with the number one statistics and all that, but he's, he's been the top prospect forever. And, and none of the, I think you nailed it by saying getting too cute. There's no point in getting too cute and not drafting the slam dunk of Trevor Lawrence.
1: Is that the knock that people are trying to use because you I mean you always have to find the thing with the guy with with every guy. Is it they're saying that he's never led stats wise, and so that's why yeah,
0: I mean, just that's kind of a, 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 a
1: that's pretty that's grasping it. Strong. oh yeah,
0: you're definitely grasping, but you look look at you know he never won the Heisman and he wasn't you know not that the stats consistently what's the term? um if only I had a, a vocabulary, not that
1: uh, regressed
0: yeah, regress. God damn it Tony that's why you're the that's why you're the man here you read my mind his stats have slightly digressed a little bit and and this year this past year and depending on who you ask i know you're a big oh the season didn't count because of covid guy and oh, i just no,
1: no, i'm kidding put words in my mouth
0: <laughs> i'm only kidding but um they're, they're the makeup of this season obviously was a little bit different he had to miss the game against notre dame and there's just and then you start doing the same thing they do with mac jones and i say they the people that get paid to do this a hell of a lot more than we do but that you know he's got the best guys around him so just a I, I I see it as a lot of noise, kind of like whenever I'm talking. It's just noise without any substance.
1: <laughs> the, the, the parallels are striking, but, but yeah, I mean, th- there's one pick that doesn't need to take, and I, and I never understand why the first team in the NFL draft takes the full eight minutes. They're allotted for the pick, you know? It's like you're just being kind of, you're just being a pretentious asshole, really, at that point. You've had three months four months to think about this damn pick. You know who you're picking. You know, you're not trading well. it. You're not. The, no one can jump in front of you. It's your pick. You've thought about it for 75 days. Let's let's hand the card right away and let's get on to number two. Let's not make a show of this.
0: Kind of like what we're doing with me. We're getting on to number two. I am the New York Jets general manager and yes, things went wrong with Sam Darnold and I'm not going to dive into the history of the New York Jets because nobody's tuning into the Michigan state of sports for that. So I'll just say this, the Jets failed Sam Darnold. They need to make sure they don't make the same mistake with who they select at number two quarterback out of Brigham Young University, Zach Wilson. Now, meteoric rise. He wasn't even a top 50 prospect before the season began. So obviously there's something to be said about how much he's just shot up draft boards, but you're seeing you're seeing you're seeing Zach Wilson benefit from guys like Patrick Mahomes and guys that have all of a sudden bursted onto the scenes and been that prototype that Zach Wilson is. He can make plays. And then of course, you talk about his pro day and how, you know, how he just basically wowed everybody at his pro day, the arm strength, all the, all the measurables, all the intangibles. But with Zach Wilson, that's kind of interesting. You are going to have those people that take the shots that, oh, you know, he wasn't in a big program and he hasn't always had to, he wasn't a team captain, that sort of thing. And what's the other one that um, it's kind of like the, the fictional movie draft day. How many people went to his birthday party? You know, I don't know if I can trust my quarterback if people aren't going to his birthday party.
1: Was he a captain of the team? No, I don't believe so. No, I'm I'm, I'm mocking. That's that's always – that's been one of the questions about court about quarterbacks.
0: Right, they have to be a captain. And if they're not, you can't yeah. pick them.
1: If you're not on the leadership council, yes. No, I would <laughs> be with you, yes.
0: But I, I, I think he's the guy at number two. And, you know, again, you don't want – you don't want Zach Wilson – you don't want to pat, be the team that passes on Zach
1: Wilson. I don't – I don't think the Jets are going to be. I mean, I think it, it feels – like the 1-2 is the only thing that's really clear about this draft. We're about to get into three in a minute.
0: That's where it gets fun. 1-2 one,
1: one, one, is really – it seems cut and dry. And I, th- I hope we get to the point as a sports society where we can not think just – of course there is merit to what league you play in, obviously. That's why the best players generally come from the toughest leagues. But I, I don't want to get caught up on the he played for BYU and and this and that. I mean, if you just watch, just eyeball test, because that's part of it too. And you watch what Zach Wilson can do on the football field. It is it, – it's second to none. I mean, he has almost every, almost every bit the arm talent and, uh, and moxie that uh, Trevor Lawrence does. And so I, I would I – would, if I'm the Jets, I'm standing next to the stage, just waiting for them to read Trevor Lawrence's card, so I can then hand, hand them mine. But all right, number three. This is where this is where it really gets fun. So, are we doing it how we would do it, or are we doing Well, Okay. Yeah, okay. we're the
0: general managers here. I think I said that in my. Yeah, yeah, you did. When you when did. And plus, we had
1: already agreed. We had already agreed on that. And then, uh, and then I, I still felt the need to ask. Anyway. So all right, good. So with the 3rd overall pick, Jimmy G's obviously not our guy. <laughs> we, need to, we need to we need to find whoever our guy is, right? I mean we we got a we got a world-class defense. I know we just lost our defensive coordinator, but we're going to be healthy this year and we think that we can win right now. So do I want a guy who just won the national title and knows how it is to win? Nah, I'll take the guy who lost the national title, still knows how to win and has way more athletic upside and is kind of one of those weird people uh, just kind of almost feel like they want to see him fall down the draft board at this point. Once again, I it's, it's Justin Fields. It's Justin Fields. Oh, That's, That's baby. the is taking the 3. Um, he's he is the third best quarterback third best quarterback prospect available this season. Um, I mean just it can be almost sometimes as simple as the way the league is moving to a more mobile league, to a league where you got to do it all. And Mac Jones is mobile enough to move the, to, to stay alive. He, I mean, he's not Tom Brady, but he's, uh, I God, I should have a better, I should have a comp right away.
0: We've <laughs> also all seen the photo of him without the shirt on and the cigar in his mouth. And that does not look like an NFL quarterback. Like not a uh, top three pick. No, maybe, like maybe. a big Ben Roethlisberger who's had success.
1: Yep, yep, yeah. It didn't have Joe. Burrow. It was not the same vibes Joe Burrow was giving off, puffing on that signal no, 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 no. Not,
0: not very bad boyish. But all right, with my, my two cents worth less than that on Justin Fields, and this is why I'll never, you know, be a scout or front office guy because I would just put on the tape of him against Clemson and just say, hey, that, that's, that's all I need to see. I, I, that's all I need to see right there. That is the guy you take with the third overall pick.
1: Yeah, and I mean think about how banged up he was in the national championship game. Like that's what everybody is sort of still still hung up on. But I mean he tore he tore it up every every step of the way. Yes, he's had NFL talent all around him at Ohio State. And sure, what are what do you look like when you are not outmanning the other team at eleven positions on your offense? That's a fair question. But um, I mean get get him get him to uh to a to a Kyle Shanahan. I mean, are are you kidding me? Like that, that's how you, that's how you get a quarterback where in a situation you want to be in. So uh Justin Fields, number three, I love what it. Are, I'm, I'm so eager to see what they're doing in Atlanta. I can't wait to see.
0: Very good question. Cause they've got a lot of options. Do you want to make some arguments? How about the best player available? How many good years does Matt Ryan still have in the tank? And again, not going to pretend to be an Atlanta Falcons guy and know this team inside and out, but I think, I think, again, speaking for them, because I am the general manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, here we go. So, I think, selfishly, I, as the general manager, would want to make history. And to do that, i got to select a quarterback, because no other time have four straight quarterbacks been taken to begin the NFL draft. So, do you want to take Matt Jones or the ever-so-appealing Trey Lance out of North Dakota State? do a little quick comparison. It's kind of, I mean, aren't these two opposite worlds? You've got the guy that had the best players around him on the best team in the best conference at the highest level. And you've got the freak of nature from a small school. And I hate when people downplay North Dakota or FBS football or FCS football in general, I think it's, it's damn good football. We've seen players from that league go on and have success, especially quarterbacks. And, and yes, Carson Wentz is now, you know, his career is, plummeting but that's not to say he didn't have the makeups to be a successful quarterback he played at an mvp level at one time and i don't think you can be as simple-minded to just say oh he's he's from north dakota state i don't think he's going to work out so all that word vomiting for that reason the atlanta falcons make history fourth consecutive quarterback to start or to be selected to begin the draft and it's trey lance with the number four overall pick baby welcome to atlanta
1: Wow so why so why Lance over Jones is it up, upside
0: yeah, I think too there's something to be said about, I don't know, and this isn't this isn't an exact apples to apples comparison, and it's just my little messed up brain that feels this way. But what was Matt Ryan? He was the prototypical pocket passer, tall, big guy, a lot of arm strength. And aren't we saying that's kind of what Mac Jones is? And you saw what that got you in Atlanta. Yes, they had the opportunity to win a Super Bowl one year, twenty eight to three. I don't need to remind all the Falcons fans tuning in. We've got a lot of Falcons fans that listen to this podcast. But I just think Trey Lance gives you an element that you haven't seen before, and it's almost that 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 way of thinking that we've tried this, so let's think a little bit differently. Maybe this will work out, and that's, again, that's way too simplistic of an explanation, but it's something to be said about trying something new, and maybe, maybe you are hitting on a guy like Trey Lance, and he becomes the next Patrick Williams.
1: I like it. So that that's exactly pro- – that's what I would have done with with, with, the, with the same pick. I, I would have done the the exact same thing. I just wonder if – I know they got a new GM down there. I wonder if they're going to be able to pull the trigger on a quarterback at four. I really don't think they are. I don't know if they're smart enough. And I wonder if they're going to try to – I think they might think like, hey, look, like, yeah, Tom Brady is still doing this thing right now in Tampa Bay, but there's, there's an opening here – with with new orleans uh with with drew Brees having left and i mean and the and carolina is now trying to start over with sam darnold i mean there is a there is a path here for the falcons to to be one of those worst to first sort of sort of teams or, or bottom of the base. and and so they might they might get a. I mean the thing is you can't get a receiver it's not like they need a receiver and that's the other place to go i mean maybe you get a panace Suel and but bolster the offensive line for Matt Ryan or something. I mean, I don't know. I, a wise I, man,
0: I, a wise man once said, it's never wrong to take an offensive lineman with your number one, overall pick your first round pick. You just can't, you, you, what is it? You don't go broke, making a profit. Yeah. really well yep. done, Jake. Really, really yeah, well man. done. All right. All right. Moving on, moving on. Number five, the Cincinnati Bengals, who are they take Tony Garcia.
1: All right. Well that now, now this is, I mean, we keep saying, "Oh, this gets interesting." This is what this, but this is where things actually shift for the Lions because those quarterbacks aren't changing anything for Detroit. I know we kind of part of us wants to think, "Oh, if if if, uh, if a train land slides to seven, can we get him?" What if Justin Fields has a crazy draft day plummet? I mean, you gotta like, do the lines need to be thinking about the next guy? It's probably not golf. Maybe it is, but it's probably not. I mean, the Lions aren't taking a quarterback here; they're just not. So once we oh. moved on and get that out. Of our – and get that out of, out of our head. Then it's where are they going to go? And I and I know we're talking about the Bengals right now cuz they're on the clock and they we are we the Cincinnati Bengals are deciding are we going to protect our quarterback for the next decade right here?
0: Probably a good or, decision
1: to do. Or are we going to get him a weapon we know he already has chemistry with and is seen as the best pass catcher and the in the top uh, offensive threat in this draft so with the fifth overall pick the cincinnati Bengals dra- draft Pinay Suel, offensive lineman out of oregon
0: out of oregon whoa baby that changes everything for for what i was going to do as the miami dolphins new general manager with this next pick at number six but um, you know, I, I'm not again, I like the offensive line breakdowns because it's it's incredible what these monstrous human beings can do with their feet, but neither you nor I are offensive linemen coach. So I think we save we save the whole oh a guy can play in a phone booth, blah blah blah, and all those other cliches for for another time. I mean, they'll come out, probably even as we get closer to draft draft uh draft day. But um, I've been telling a lot of people, and again, this this is it Has nothing to do with anything, but I just like to get aroused out of people by saying like, "Oh, I don't know, I like Rashawn Slater better than Penny Sewell." Just, because he <laughs> would, just because he wasn't. <laughs>
1: right? I mean, Andy's our guy, right? Right, Go Cats guy, big, big, big
0: Go Cats guy. But those, those are two guys. Seriously, that I think you look at both of them, and they're just going to be state. They're going to be like, they're going to be like uh, the, those offensive linemen that are just in the league for forever. Um, Joe Staley, I, I don't know, like Eric Fisher, I'm just naming central Michigan offensive linemen at this point, but <laughs> other, I mean, help me out here. Why, who's the dude for the Browns that has his own podcast now, the Tomahawk podcast. Joe, Joe Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Thomas. I mean, those guys that just, and by the end of their careers, like it looks like their hands have gone through a garbage disposal. They're just going to play forever.
1: You know, interesting thing about offensive linemen is that I always think it's funny how they always get in better shape, like by normal people standards after oh, they yeah. retire. Whereas guys like Charles Barkley, like I like, like, I mean, obviously as a basketball player, but like receivers and quarterbacks and everything, they just let themselves go. Oh, yeah.
0: Been there, uh, Tony.
1: Been there. I should show you my pictures of the first year I
0: wasn't playing college football. Oh, baby. Not great. All right. That means it's, I it's-, it's- so, yeah, what are we doing at six in Miami? Well, you know, there's two big, big guys on the board right now. Miami Dolphins, you need to surround Tua Tagovailoa with weapons. And we I don't think we had enough of a sample size in one year to determine, oh, he's a bust. Oh, because I, I mean, at times he didn't look great. You know, of course he got benched. But I think this is an opportunity for the Dolphins to give him every chance to succeed. And the best weapon out there made me a lot of money. Because I, for whatever reason, always bet on the Florida Gators. And they were a good over team. They didn't play any defense. And Kyle Pitts was always catching touchdowns. And I think he's such a rare talent. And I'm glad that he's going to be taken off the board so that the lions are not tempted with this cuz i swear to everything holy if the lions no 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 i shouldn't go that far cuz i actually could get on board with it just cuz i love Kyle Pitts so much i think he is the rare exception that's going to change continue to change that position he's not a tight end he's a weapon i know that's cliche i'm a cliche guy make fun of me the miami dolphins with the 6 overall pick are taking Kyle Pitts out of florida
1: clichés are clichés for a reason my friend i mean he i mean what he can do on a football field—it's sometimes like everyone's. Oh, he's a tweener. Uh, like, is he a tight end or is he a wide receiver? How about you use him in he's tight a in the tight end situations, wide receiver situations, what it calls for. It. Prototypical tight end. He's not going to line up tight to the formation in third and one and bruise over a defensive end or get a nice seal on a on a stretch handoff to to seal the edge. I mean, get out of here. That's not what you're drafting him for. Yeah. You're drafting him.
0: No doubt. And Of we... course, he,
1: he's a little bit of a luxury for the, for the lions. Like, and so I, I I'm in the same, same way Mike does you don't even let him on the board. Cause his talent is so tantalizing. I'd I'd, I'd talk myself into it as soon as they did it. Oh, it's totally different than Ebron. It's totally different than Hawkinson. This is – we got a new regime in here. These guys know what they're doing. This is – this is smart. That's exactly what we're going to sound like in like 10 days from now.
0: It's so scary how close you are inside my, like you have to be inside my brain. That's exactly what I'm thinking because, you know, you listen to the talking heads and I'm I'm guilty of it too. TJ Hawkinson was a luxury, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm going to be, I would be that guy that's like, no, no, Kyle Pitts, totally different, man. This is why, here's why. And then I get on board with it. But no, I, I, in all seriousness, He's another one similar to the Justin Fields thing. I think there's clips you can put on. You, you put the tape in, not actually anymore because it's not 1995, but you press play on the internet and watch his highlights, and you, that guy's a freak. I mean, what like you said, tantalizing, I believe, was the term you used. It was excellent. You must have gone to Northwestern. I do not have that one in my vocab, but I'm going to steal it. His talent is so tantalizing and Yes, it's a luxury pick, but the Dolphins have set themselves up for these types of luxury picks in the first round, given how well they've kind of planned things out with the trades and and getting rid of Laramie Tunsil. I, I couldn't remember his name there. Infamous draft draft day bond guy, Laramie Tunsil. That's who set up all these first round picks.
1: Yes, what they turned that haul into. I mean, Laramie Tunsil's his jersey should be retired in Miami. I mean, they parlayed that into, like, five top 50 picks or something and, 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 and someone who's good. I can't remember who they actually, what true human they traded for, but they, I mean, they get all for him. So, all right.
0: The moment we've the all been waiting in. for it. This is a great podcast because everybody tuning in has been waiting for this time. And we finally got to it about 35 minutes in.
1: All right. <laughs> so the pick is in and actually, Oh, this is not a pick. It's a trade. Yeah. <laughs> The Lions are got received a call from their old good buddy, Mr. Beard, Mr. Pencil, Matt Patricia, Maddie P, and the New England Patriots. And for the 15th pick overall this season, the 46th pick overall this season, and a third rounder in 2022. Ooh, getting specific. I like it. The Lions trade back to number 15. And with the seventh pick, the New England Patriots select Mac Jones, quarterback, Alabama.
0: Interesting. I like it. I liked also how specific you got with it with the fifteenth, forty-six, and a, a third rounder in twenty twenty-two, which would be a haul I'd gladly gladly accept. Even throw out that third rounder in twenty twenty-two, I'd take the Patriots and then an additional second round pick. Um, so they're 15. You, would, you
1: would move back seven spots for just the second rounder.
0: In addition, yeah, I just,
1: I don't know. I would need. I was, I was thinking after saying it, I was like, damn, I might almost want a second rounder for next year too. Cause seven picks is a little bit of a lot, but, but yeah, no. So, but I'm a bad GM. And so that was the trade I agreed to. Um, however, for this exercise, after we see, that's what I would want to do if I'm the lions, but I'm also going to pick someone at seven, but right. that was my turn for the lions. You get to go, then I'll go. If, 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 if everything broke down the way it did who I would pick at seven. So what, what, what are you doing? General manager? Reema?
0: Right. No. And and as always um, I think we want to normalize the ability to, change our opinion as this continues to progress. So, yes, on on today, let's say you're listening to this on Monday, April 19th. This is kind of where my head's at. But uh, like any good babbling idiot on the radio or on a podcast, I reserve the right to change my opinion as we get closer and I listen and do more reading and that sort of thing. But just for the hell of it, which is what this exercise is all about. Similar to Atlanta's situation, they've got two, probably two more good years out of Matt Ryan. Let's say Trey Lance is going to learn under the tutelage of Matt Ryan. Sorry, blanking on there. Then I think it's okay to take your best quarterback that's still available. And so, yes, we've had the four taken and... No, no, no. Hold on. Back up. Where am I going with this? No, no. Because all of our quarterbacks are gone. All all, all four of them are gone, right? Yes. I mean, Mac Jones is available. Yes, yes. And I don't want Mac Jones, but if he was the only... (sighs) Wow, this is great. This is great podcasting, Jake, as you start to
1: think about it in your head. I... Let, all right, all right, let's tell let, the people that's how I'll give you a, an extra split second to think. that's how the people know we did not talk about this ahead of time. We did not know that i I didn't think four quarterbacks were going to be off the board. right.
0: so doesn't it come down then to jamar Chase is probably your best wide receiver. so let's say let's say they couldn't get a trade because you already did the trade thing. I want the record to show the trade is my my ideal situation. that's my ideal situation, but I would be okay with a quarterback at seven, because I think you're then signaling a non Mac Jones quarterback. Yes. But in this case, he's not there. So, all right, so let's do this too. Because Mac Jones is gone, the trade is gone, we have to draft Jamar Chase, which would be very difficult to swallow. But look at this wide receiver team. Couldn't you justify the need for a wide receiver? Or look at the wide receivers on this Lions team. So again, this isn't my ideal scenario, and this is why being a general manager would be very difficult. But third option, I would be okay with it.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I, I think you broke that down correctly. I mean, I've go, I'm going all the way back to... It might have just been mock draft 1.0, I think, I think it was, or it was when we were doing our Super Bowl stuff. We were talking about, because it, it was ahead of the Super Bowl. I was talking about, yeah, it was, when, it was NFC Championship weekend because we were talking about Devontae Adams when he was drafted and Tyreek Hill when he was drafted and how all the best teams with the best receivers, none of them were taken as luxury picks. No top 10 receiver goes and transforms a team. Even Calvin Johnson, who was the, the best receiver of our generation, I mean, and yes, he got stuck with the Lions. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald—he's had a, a phenomenal career. He didn't change the card. I mean, he sort of changed the culture, but he—it's it, not—it's not—it's not the same impact as as even an offensive tackle can have, or or uh, or a quarterback, of course, or, or an edge rusher. And so that's why if you had to pick at seven for the Lions and Suel is gone, you're, you're pissed because I think you probably end up where you ended up on Jamar Chase. But yeah. But shouldn't that be
0: even more motivation to get a trade done? And again, sick back. I I asked Bob Quinn this very question on last year's draft presser. Go ahead, siren me. But I had to say that. I had to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the coolest. I was in the presser. And that's when I asked about the trading. And that's when he said, you know, everybody thinks they can just get a deal done. It doesn't always work with that. It takes two to tangle. All that BS. And I think if your back's against the wall the way mine is in this hypothetical situation with the Lions... That's all the more motivation to get something done so that you don't result in this situation where you have – I mean, you your hands are tied, and you got to take the best player, especially it's because it's a position of need in wide receiver. And you could probably even do the same I, argument about
1: Micah Parsons, that linebacker, because this team needs I that – just- going to say that is the real actual answer that i'm going to land on here and and it probably should not have taken that long of course it's because the off the field marks and the the fact that he seems like a a little bit of a bad human being um but but if we're we're putting that aside general managers always put that aside so we're putting that aside for this exercise yeah i mean i I would probably take my micah parsons it's worth it's worth the risk
0: and plus the Lions culture and tradition of winning is so strong. They've never <laughs> struggled.
1: Yeah. yeah bringing... no. He can't ruin it. He can't yeah, ruin can't.
0: their culture. I guess I can't even say oh, that. It,
1: right. it would be an upgrade from the Lions current culture. I uh, was inappropriate. I shouldn't have said that, but it's true. Yeah, it really is. So I mean, I mean, Micah Parsons is he, that, that that's the pick. That's the pick. Do you want pick you, you want to round out these this top 10? I was just gonna picks.
0: say we our timing is almost like we planned this. We're we're up against it. We're gonna do the top ten and then we can continue it on again. Probably not a lot of New England Patriots fans or or Falcons fans or Panthers fans tuning in, but just for the just for the hell of it, as they say, let's continue. Let's wrap it up with with uh eight, nine, and ten here. Okay,
1: so you're up with eight uh Panthers.
0: That's right. That's right. The addition of Sam Darnold. And this Panthers again, good buddy Dave Attenson, big listener of the show, lives in Charlotte, big Panthers fan. Keep pounding—that's what they say. Keep pounding. I hope that picks up in the mic. Keep pounding. Carolina continues to keep pounding with Jamar Chase. Since assuming we took, oh. assuming we took Micah Parsons for the Lions, I'll just say this: the opposite. Whoever the Lions didn't take with that pick.
1: All right. Well, yeah. Well, I like it. I get. It. And uh, if I'm the Broncos, then I know who I'm gonna take. Uh, a guy you are a very big fan of. I, I don't think Drew Locke is is our guy, but I I need to give him a full chance to know. He's got the weapons. He needs the people to bro- to block for him. Give me Rayshon Slater out of Northwestern. Well, we we got to shore up this offensive line for uh, here here in Denver, and uh, and that's where we're going with that. Well,
0: that's number ten. I mean no, no, no! I think that's fun because it's. It, I mean, again, you don't go broke making a profit. That's always going to be my my saying. I'm just going to cling to that cliche whenever. Yeah, when, whenever an offensive lineman is taken, especially in the first round. So for number ten, Dallas Cowboys and. I hate to say to make the smart pick here, especially because of how much I bashed the Lions taking a, a CUDA. At, so a...
1: different. Three and ten. I know where you're going with it. Yeah,
0: but totally I, I think you just I think you take J.C. Horn out of, out of South Carolina, right? Is that? Hmm. Oh, you that's not who would you go with?
1: I was I, w- I was thinking the, the guy who was other the other best cornerback in the draft, Patrick Sertain. Ah, big certain
0: guy. Well, again, I I need to do more of the, of the whole like breakdown, but JC Horn goes six, one ideal size in the NFL. And, but again, we're also thinking like rationally and Jerry Jones doesn't do that. Like what's the biggest flashiest toy that's still available that Jerry Jones, because people were talking about how the Cowboys love Kyle Pitts. So maybe they trade up to get Kyle Pitts. I don't know. Again, I, I don't know the Cowboys landscape. I just know Jerry Jones likes to make a splash.
1: Yeah, no, he, uh, they are they are noted Kyle Pitts fans uh, or J- or Jerry Joneses, and so they uh, they very they very well could do that. But um, there you have it. That's the top ten. That's the that's the way we see this draft shaking out. God, I hope that if this exercise showed me nothing else, it is that there is no question in my mind. I want them trading this pick. That I don't want the Lions picking at seven. That's bottom line.
0: I think that's what we can reasonably conclude with, no doubt. And speaking of reasonably concluding, that's how we come to an end on, on our time here on the Michigan State of Sports. Always like a nice Monday release date of the podcast. Get the date going. Wish everybody a great week.
1: I mean, maybe there's going to be snow. This week. What's that? Go. Go out this week. Have a, have a week. Have a day. Yeah, positive, positive vibes only. I bought one of
0: those hats that says "positive vibes only." I, well, I probably didn't need to buy it, but hey, I, I'm gonna wear it on a boat one day, and everyone's gonna be like, "Hey, this is a guy with a cool hat, right?" Positive vibes only.
1: Hell yeah! Everyone wants to be the guy with positive vibes only. No doubt.
0: And just to officially conclude, I know we're listening to this in the future, but the A's walked it off for a series sweep over the Tiger.
1: You love to, love to I see it. You love to see it. If you listen back to the audio about maybe one minute or a minute 30, you can hear how good I am at this at this job. I go <laughs> in the middle of Jake talking as I'm watching live streams because I watch it happen. So, so that was great.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right, Tony Garcia, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for making the Michigan State of sports part of your day. We so appreciate it. Like, download, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we will talk to you next time. See you.